Hey guys, it's Rach with a quick word on toxic friends. This request is something I have gotten in the hotline. It is something that I have gotten from my team at work. I get requests a lot to talk about what to do when you have a friend in your life that's toxic or a family member in your life that's toxic. And I guess where I want to start with this one is I think that you know exactly what to do. I think that you're asking me, either someone that you work with in the case of my coworkers or someone on the internet because you want permission to do what your heart knows you're supposed to do. Why would you ever have someone in your life who is toxic? Why would you ever have, I'm using air quotes, a friend that is drama, that is rude, that is hateful, that is a flake, that is whatever thing it is that you know, like if this isn't like, oh, I have a girlfriend, she kind of like has bad days. Toxic is a very specific term. And if someone is toxic to you, I don't understand why you would ever keep them as part of your life. Now, I've said this before, and the question that I get back is like, well, what if the toxic person is my family? And honestly, you guys, this is maybe going to sound harsh, but it really goes along with the idea of protecting your boundaries and holding space for your peace. And for me, there are only four people in my life, four, that I would keep in my life regardless of what they were doing. And those four people are my children. My kids are the only people in the whole world that I have personally committed my life to their life. And I have people that I love dearly. I have best friend, my best girlfriends. You guys have heard me talk about a million times. I have my boyfriend I love so much. Like I have so many people that I care deeply about. But if any one of those people other than my children started making toxic choices, being mean, being hateful. I just am, I don't know, maybe other people don't agree, but I personally, I just, I know myself. I wouldn't. I wouldn't stay inside of a relationship. I know that I wouldn't because my entire childhood, I was forced, because I was a kid, to live in a toxic environment. I was forced to live in chaos, in uncertainty, in screaming, in people punching holes in the wall, in people throwing things through the window, in violence. And I, I no, I will not go back there for anybody. And I know that I won't. Uh, it doesn't mean that I will cut and run quickly. I think that my marriage is a really good example of this. I tried for a very long time from every angle for years and years to fix it. And at some point I realized you cannot change another adult. You can't. You can change yourself. And you can hope that in changing yourself, someone sees what's possible. But you cannot change another person. And what I eventually discovered was that 
forever, like over and over, trying and trying and trying for years to help, to fix, to save, to prop up, to do all of those things, it starts to deplete your energy. And in depleting your energy, it's robbing the energy for the people you did commit to. So like for me, it was just absolutely stealing my energy away so that I had nothing left to give my kids. And my kids are the ones I've committed to. I cannot save another grown adult and I won't try. Oh, and and yeah, it took a very long time in my marriage, but I promise you it wouldn't take that long if it ever happened again. And that's no shade against people who are struggling, people who are having a hard time, because honestly, if someone is toxic, that doesn't happen without something terrible happening to them. And if, if someone's depressed, someone's having a hard time, that's a totally different thing. I'll freaking hold you up. I'll walk by your side. I'll be with you forever. We're talking about toxicity. We're talking about meanness. We're talking about hate. And that is just not something that I allow into my sphere. So I guess what I want to say is if you're actually using that word about someone, you know in your heart of hearts that it's wrong. And maybe you just need permission. So here it is. Here's your permission from a stranger on the internet that the most important relationship you are ever going to have is with yourself. And if you don't take care of yourself and protect yourself, you will be destroyed. You'll learn to allow people to walk all over you. You'll begin to believe that someone else's happiness is more valuable than your own. It means that you have to decide. There are some, for instance, there's some family members where I still talk to them, but it's very rare. You know, it's on holidays or birthdays. It's quick and it's simple. There's no real deep relationship there because whenever it sort of goes a, an inch below the surface, it becomes gross and it becomes really stressful and it makes me very anxious and I don't want their negativity in my space. And I also can really easily fall back into an old pattern, which is helping people, trying to fix people, becoming everybody's fixer. And a personal boundary for me is I have to hold that space and separate myself from that. So there are some people I just pull back from. And then there are other people, and I think this goes for, you know, if uh, if they're not family, like if it's a friend, if it's a relationship, I just, you got to break up. And you can break up with friends. And in fact, I know it's very hard, but it's also a very mature thing to just tell someone point blank, I don't think that this friendship is healthy for either one of us. And so I am stepping back. I have done that with a grown adult women before where I've just said like, nope, this is no longer a healthy thing and I feel like it's best if we don't speak anymore. And it feels really awkward and chances are if it's a toxic person, they're going to clap back with more drama. But once I've said my piece, I'm done. And I think if you come to that conversation from a place of love, even if it's just love for yourself – 
you can have it in a really peaceful way without engaging in someone's drama. And also, I have done this with family members. I absolutely have family members I don't speak to and haven't spoken to in 20 years because I didn't have a choice over whether or not I interacted with them as a child, but I absolutely have a choice over whether or not I interact with them now. And just, I don't want to be, I'm not, you know, some people just have too much pain and so they lash out at everybody else and that's their journey but I don't have to be part of that journey. So for all of you who've been asking about toxic friends and toxic family members, that is my thought. I don't think you try and fix them. I don't think you try and talk them through it. I think that your first step is to pull back and see what happens. And if that doesn't, if it doesn't get better, then it's a full breakup. And I have had people in my life that I pulled back from and then a couple years later was able to reconnect with and they had really done some incredible work and we're still friends today. You don't have to walk away from somebody forever. But I think that inside of all of us is a little kid. It's the version of ourselves at five or at 10 or at 15 or maybe at two that still needs to be protected. And my guess is that if you don't know how to hold boundaries for yourself, it means that you probably didn't have parents who protected you when you were little. And, you know, they were on their own journey and they didn't maybe have the tools and the resources. But even still, you can still protect that little kid version of yourself today. You can make choices that remind her or remind him that you are going to keep her safe. And safety looks like not allowing people into your personal space who shouldn't be there. All right, guys, this was a quick word with Rach. I hope that you found it helpful. And if you know someone who needs to hear this today, please forward it along until I chat with you again soon. Remember, I love you and I'm rooting for you.